so on the line, uh, I've got uh, my good buddy, uh, Shannon, from the Shakedown Shan podcast. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, thank you. Awesome. Uh, well, I, I, I say that, but uh, according to the New York Times here, apparently there's been a big uh, measles outbreak up there in uh, New York, and um, the, the word is forced vaccinations going on. living in New York, so that's a little strange, but maybe like in the city or something. Um, however, vaccinations, I personally feel like you should, like as a parent, um, be able to choose. You should be forced, like what vaccinations you get. I'm not like a huge fan personally of a lot of different medicines. I think there are some definitely that are necessary but I also don't think they should be forced upon you and whatever consequences come of that is uh, on you but um, so like for instance if I have a surgery or something like I actually had a surgery about a year ago I didn't take my pain medicine because I was like no there's no way I'm taking Percocet for something Tylenol could easily take care of that I can just take care of without Tylenol even just by resting and not overdoing it. So I think like vaccinations, like when it comes to like the flu shot or whatever, I don't agree with. I myself will get my kid vaccinated for um, tetanus and measles and um, anything like life-threatening that we've taken care of pretty much um but not like chicken pox i wouldn't um consider that life-threatening i've had chicken pox it's not that bad um the flu i won't vaccinate for but i don't think it should be forced of parents to do for their children um and i mean if they get measles i guess own fault but if they don't then good for you but um, I don't think any, anybody should be like regulating that you must get them yeah as uh, as far as I'm concerned it's you know my body my choice and uh, until my children are of age you know it's uh, not theirs to make that decision anyways um, but when it comes down to vaccinations and everything uh, I, I do believe there is a, a huge lack of of informed consent going on um especially yeah especially if they're giving you information like well all vaccines are safe i was like well that's categorically untrue if that was the if that was the case there wouldn't be a vaccine court that has paid out millions of dollars to vaccine injury so you know it's like i don't trust vaccines i really don't and I just, I feel like there's not enough science to prove whether or not they don't cause problems. Well, yeah, just uh, whether or not if they do or don't, but uh, you can't even start to look into it because at the moment, yeah, the moment you start trying to get a study together to study the effects of uh, vaccination on a healthy population, that gets shut down because... uh, Yeah, there's there's too much money rolling into that. 
especially when all their liability protection got taken away back in the 80s. And uh, so if you even desire to have a study done over uh, negative effects of a vaccination, and it doesn't really matter what kind of vaccination it is, it, it gets shut down pretty quick. I mean, it, you're not going to get funded. Uh, you know, the any kind of uh, research that you do will be, uh, you know, whisked away and, you know, thrown in the garbage. So, I mean, it's... Right as far as the vaccinations are concerned, I'm pretty sure there's some science out there to show that, you know, okay, this will help this type of situation. This will help this type of situation, but it, no medication that you are injecting into your body is a hundred percent safe to use for everyone, you know, and right. seeing this measles outbreak in apparently it's in Brooklyn, New York, and it's the ultra Orthodox Jewish communities because they, they traditionally don't vaccinate. They're having a measles outbreak. And uh, so I guess New York City has decided that they... Oh, oh hello, sorry. dog. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Rothbard has joined in. Yep. Uh, I think Rothbard was calling somebody a statist. Was that was that going on? <laughs> He's like, statist. I see a statist. No. <laughs> yeah. Not today. Not today. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, and then this uh, story from the New York Times, I mean, they're, you know, Bill de Blasio is declaring a public health emergency, and, you know, now wants to go into the Orthodox communities and start forced vaccination. Um, and some of the religious groups are now starting to say that, well, what is this? You know, if I don't get vaccinated, I, I now have to wear a yellow uh, Star of David around, you know, and it went really quickly to that argument. And I can understand why, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is the state on steroids from what I can see. So I feel like I just, I mean, I'm not like a med student, obviously, but I just don't understand how like these diseases that we so-called have like gotten rid of and cured of coming back. Like that vaccine, that vaccines eliminated how they are just resurfacing. Um, it's definitely something fishy to me. Um, I just, I don't know. It's just not something I really do a lot of research on, but something that I've always questioned. Like when I was in school, I had to get shots and everything and my mom never got me the chicken pox shot and I don't know how I ended up in school because I'm pretty sure you're supposed to have it yeah. and have documentation yeah. of it but I never got it and I ended up getting the chicken pox but it wasn't bad A and B I got over it and once you have it once you're not supposed to be able to get it again Right. Um, there's like rare instances that you do but, I mean, I just, I don't see the point of injecting a body with some of the disease, hoping that it protects you from it, but there's always a possibility that it, the vaccine itself may give you the disease. <laughs> so, like, I just, I just don't get it how these diseases that we so-called eliminated have resurfaced. Don't really understand. Well, there's a uh, there's some there's some things that go on there. Uh, 
you know, New York is the, the, the city anyways. I mean, there is all kinds of people coming in and going out, uh, airports, um, you know, cause they're not checking people at the airport for this kind of stuff. And I remember, uh, what was it like 10 years ago? There was like a big, uh, SARS outbreak, uh, that happened in uh, Hong Kong. And then people were starting to get it on in San Francisco and stuff, I think. Uh, just kind of going off of memory there. But yeah, that's, you know, that airports, you know, any city with a major airport, it, you know, that's, you got all kinds of things coming through there. And, you know, before they boarded the plane, no one's given a, you know, a TB uh, examination or anything like that. So yeah, if you got people coming in from all over the world and who knows what their medical history is. But to say that, um, you know, the, yeah, the flu can be bad, you know, for a guy like me who's, you know, almost 40, you know, really good health. And I don't need the vaccine, even if I was going to take it, you know, I would save that for, you know, someone that's elderly that has an actual possibility of dying from it. But, um, you know, that's that's my choice. And I think any time that we're starting to talk about forced medications, you know, I, I can't get behind that you know it, it's it's either my body my choice or it's not <laughs> you know what right. i'm saying i mean we own ourselves and that's one of the uh, core principles of libertarianism is self-ownership and right. you, you can't square that and still be on the train for forced vaccinations so i guess a good like counter argument to what we're saying that i can think of would be okay so if you're not going to get your child vaccinated, that's your choice. But, like, it also is your child's body. What happens if they end up with the disease or, or the um, virus or whatever? Like I said, I'm not a med student. But, um, so I guess I don't really have an answer for that and haven't really thought of that much. Um, but, like, do you have any kind of insight of what you would say if somebody came to you and was like, well, what if you didn't get your child vaccinated? It's their body. What if they end up harmed by, say, measles or whatever? Yeah, either way, if I choose to um, give the child a vaccine and they get injured from it, you know, I'm going to have to live with that result. You know, it's going to be me taking care of that kid. And on the other side of that, if I choose not to and they get horribly sick and, you know, maybe they don't die, but, you know, they come close, you know, again, you know, that's a lesson learned. You know, either way. Right, so I mean, either way, there's a chance of them getting harmed or a chance of them being completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. so you, you either way, personal responsibility is going to have to enter into it at some point. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean. And even with these uh, Orthodox communities, uh, apparently now they're starting to hold measles parties uh, where they just expose the kids to somebody with measles so they get it and build up an immunity for the next strain. You know, that Wait, was... I mean, uh, which is the same as a vaccine, basically, but still at least you know if you're exposing them to that, you know they're being exposed to measles. There's not something strange in the vaccine. Right, right. And there's uh, maybe a little bit something to that where, you know, they're, yeah, they're going to catch it and maybe they're not going to get it the next time. Um, and I, I, 
want to say that like in my parents' day, that was kind of like common thing. You know, you would just have all the kids over for a measles party, let them all catch it. And yeah, they're going to be definitely. Da- yeah, they're all going to be down and out for a week or two while they got it, and then. But all the kids in the neighborhood got it, and they're done with it. My aunt said the same thing. Yeah. After I had chicken pox, she was telling me, she goes, I don't know why they didn't just have all your friends come over, and you all had it at the same time. We had measles parties when we were kids. Yeah. And the idea to me was, like, so strange, because I had been vaccinated for measles, and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, wouldn't I tell you? She goes, no, like, you go through it together like it's most likely not going to kill you it shouldn't especially with the technology we have today and the medicine and everything to get through it but I mean I feel like exposing a child to an actual case of measles you know what they're going through they're going through um the real case of measles rather than whatever they may have put in that vaccine Right, and then that's a little more localized to that set of kids around that area. You know, now you're not getting a shot that may be set up for a a strain of measles that's going around maybe 150 miles away. You know, know, so I mean, it boils down to consent, and that's like our big word in libertarian circles is consent. And, you know, I just don't see it when we're starting to say, you know, take this or else. Yeah. Or even with it with it being a choice, I mean, there's not really informed consent going on because you ask to see the insert, and you know the doctor will kind of look at you stupid. He's like insert, right? I was like, and yeah, you know that little piece of like, paper that comes with it. I want to read that, right? And it, especially if you like are in a position where you have to send your child to public school, like me, for instance, I'm a single parent and I'm young and. I have to work three jobs to live my life. So I don't have the actual time to homeschool my child as much as I would love to. Right. So I send, I have to send him to public school, so he has to have vaccinations. Fortunately, I'm still able to choose whether to get the flu shot or not. I think the flu shot is the biggest hope in forever. And... I just, it, it just sucks that I have to get him certain vaccinations to send him to school. Like, there may be, like, one, two, maybe three that I would have him get out of my choice. But as far as, like, chicken pox, measles, flu, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see those as big ones. And I would rather have the choice not to get him those, A, because shots are traumatizing. I hate needles because of shots. I remember going into doctor's offices and just crying and screaming and pulling away. And you just, you don't want that kind of relationship between a child and their doctor growing up. And I just, I don't go to the doctor a lot when maybe I should. I had a instant last where I was like bleeding internally and like was going through pain but I was like sure I didn't need a doctor because I don't like going to the doctor and I should have gone because it was really serious and I just didn't know and so I just feel like you should have a better relationship 
two children and their doctor growing up. That way, they don't think of them as a place where they get pricked with needles, they get hurt. It's not fun. It's not safe. Yeah. Um, there's a whole lot of things that play into it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, my son, who's 10, you know, he didn't like going to the doctor just for a regular checkup because he knew at some point they were going to bring it up, you know. And um, yeah. I remember one time I had to go and get him a blood test, and he already was freaked out by about needles, and I had to restrain him, you know, just so they can take some blood from him. But, I mean, that was, uh, you know, he, you know, he's a little scrawny kid, but, I mean, he, you know, puts up a fight and everything, and you're like, yeah, there's no way that this isn't messing him up a little bit. You know, I mean, just to go through this, you know, afterwards, you're like having to calm him down. He's like, I know it sucks, you know, to go take blood and everything. And then the next time I had to go get blood, I had to kind of take him to the back with me to show him. I was like, look, it's really not all that bad, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, that could be traumatizing. It could be traumatizing. You're in a strange place that you don't know and with somebody that you're not with on a regular basis. And, you know, here they are wanting to stick you with something right and it's especially not especially when they're younger they give you like three or four at a time yeah 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 it's like i think we're up to like 72 now before the age of three or the age of six or something like that you know that's yeah. that's a I've lot of needle sticks ridiculous <laughs> yeah i mean i that's... wonder why all the kids are heroin addicts <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got to teach them to tie off and not inject, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, definitely, you know, the battle we're fighting with that. Yeah. So, I I think that's a little amazing that this thing has kind of been all over the news and you actually live up up around there and you haven't heard of it. So. Well, I do live like five hours away from the city. Yeah. In a town of like, Maybe I don't even know how many people, but not a lot. <laughs> yeah, like you said not yourself. A lot. Yeah, like you said yourself. I mean, you're you're a busy lady, so it's uh, if you catch something on the news, I'm pretty sure it's just kind of in passing. You're not really taking it in uh, too much. So right, not unless like I'm like diving in deep to it. Um, but no, I haven't heard of it actually, and I'm. I probably will soon, just because Noah's school age, and I'm sure they'll send something out about it. Yeah. Um, they send out weird things all the time that I'm like, why? But um, I'm, I'm sure I'll hear something about it soon. Yeah, I think this even this mandatory thing. I mean, they were overriding religious exemptions to it, which was the other big stick thing for them. So it's like. Uh, I mean, this has just got, yeah, if you're, if your uh, hebes haven't been jeebed yet, I mean, they should. I mean, <laughs> there, there's nothing good about this story at all. No, definitely not. Uh, Especially when they're mandating something like a substance to be injected into you. Like, I just question that as it is. Like, I don't care if it's for cancer or what. Like, what is in this thing that you're putting in my body that I have to have? Right, and then the, no even... Like, I deserve to know. Yeah, not even a simple test beforehand to see if that vaccine's actually going to work on you, you know? Because <laughs> you may already have right. antibodies built up for it, and then you go take a jab on it, and then, 
Right. And they just mess with your whole immune system. Right. Like, every person is different, and I, I think having, like, blanket health laws for everybody that are mandatory is just bad. And especially when they're overriding, um, like, religious exemption. Like, these people, I'm not into religion at all, but, like, people who do have religions, they follow certain things for certain reasons. And no state should be able to interfere in that. Yeah, it's uh, kind of our First Amendment Right? You know, right. Freedom of religion and... and... <laughs> just like being an individual in general, like if you believe in not being vaccinated, you shouldn't have to be. But yeah. especially for religious reasons, that's supposed to be protected. Yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah, no, no good things are coming out of this story, I can tell you. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on it. How is... Tennessee. No, no, you're not in Tennessee. You're in uh, Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. Louisiana. Why was I thinking Tennessee? Um, so in Louisiana, how are the vaccination um, mandates down there? Well, um, I'm a foster parent, and so they're kind of uh, mandated on us uh, to get them that way. But I always. Um, you know, I'll, I may note my objections to it while it's going on, but uh, anybody who's got kids, I mean, that's same thing for public schools. If you got to go public schools, you got to get the. I think there's like a few vaccines that they have to have. Uh, there are religious exemptions, but I don't know how how well known that is. So, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, you know, if I see cases like this happening in New York City, I know that it's going to happen elsewhere because uh, people Definitely. like to get yeah people like to get freaked out about stuff, and then they want to start running to mommy and daddy government to to shield them like from Ebola. Do you remember Ebola? Oh yeah, we're all going to catch Ebola. You know what happened to that? It disappeared. <laughs> yeah, it disappeared. I feel like that was some kind of like experiment. <laughs> Just, just to see how worked up they can get us. <laughs> yeah, and like, like even... I feel like they injected people with it. I don't know. It's a conspiracy on my part. But... Oh, now see, I got to get a couple of drinks into me before we'll start putting on the uh, the monogram tinfoil hats to <laughs> to start Sorry, talking about that. Sorry, I'm not trying to Alex Jones anybody. <laughs> it's okay. I've got the documents. Um... <laughs> the frogs are gay. I turned the frog gay. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little retarded. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, you can delve into that kind of stuff all day long. And yeah, that's, uh, you, you never quite know. I, I never ascribe malice to what I can easily explain with stupidity. And, uh, and in this case, uh, you know, you've, you've got the media who, uh, sells advertising to Merck and AstraZeneca and, uh, GlaxoSmithKline, and uh, you got a government who has you know sweetheart deals with those same companies. So it, uh, you can maybe connect dots A and D together to to put something together on that one. You know it, you can definitely tell. I, it's, uh, I think somebody had posted a clip from an, like a 1980s local news story, and like there was like a small measles outbreak there, and it was like 
you know, bottom of the page and like barely even a footnote on the paper. It wasn't as big a deal, you know. Right. So why is it now? Yeah. Why is it now all of a sudden? You know. It's yeah. just so strange. I think it's always, you should always question something when the government gets involved and starts mandating things like, A, why? Yeah. B, what happens if we do follow what they're saying? And more and, importantly, what happens when you when I don't, when I say no? Yeah, and what happens when I don't? Like, what are you going to do about it? And I guess, D, what are my rights for if I don't? Like, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. Like, what kind of, um, what, what are you doing that's unconstitutional here? Yeah. I feel like people don't really follow that logic yeah they would rather just get spoon fed everything that uh, that they're supposed to believe oh, and think so yeah so on the news we're gonna have a, 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 a flashy graphic and some dark music playing measles outbreak it's <laughs> so much propaganda yeah it's crazy. It, uh, I mean the same people that are, are saying what Jesse uh, Smollett, it's the same people that are saying the hate crimes going on when it was so staged and fake. Yeah. The same people who, for two years, collusion with Russia, bombshell news. Oh my God, impeachment! This is happening and that is happening, and they get everything wrong, especially recently. Like. Yeah, because everything I, I, is a is a crisis. Yeah. yeah, everything is a crisis. We're into the latest outraged news. We live in an outrage culture. Everyone has to be mad about something. Everybody has to have a bolsterous opinion on something. Okay, so right. we, we can both uh, blame the Russians for this, for buying some uh, Facebook ads that didn't really do anything. and uh... <laughs> Right, and like... As far as I'm concerned, I did a whole episode on what collusion is and the fact that it's not illegal. Nope. Nope. Like, I don't... Okay, so what... If there was collusion, are you... Is that a bad thing? Doesn't every politician do that? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, in some form? And, and there was no, like, backroom uh, cigar smoking going on between Putin and Trump saying... I believe I can get you 10% more votes in Ohio. Now, that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, the Russians so are, are like just as scared. inept today as they were back in the 1980s. So I I, I don't get it. <laughs> Not the great Satan and great boogeyman that we all need to fear. Right, like I don't understand why we're still, while people are still following this media that just beats the war drums and agrees with all the outrage and comes up with stories rather than reporting on them. Yeah, but they'll rail all day long about how evil Joseph McCarthy was. (laughs) My, how the tables have turned. (laughs) My, how the tables have turned. Okay, well, I, I, I think... I think this will be a story to watch, especially to see if this starts popping up in other towns and cities across America and uh, what the response will be. So we'll we'll just have to keep an eye on it. Oh, definitely. I'm going to have to keep an eye on it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, now that I know that it's happening right in New York. Yeah. But at, also, so like the city area is like completely different from the rest of New York. Um, if you look at our voting maps, especially the most recent gubernatorial race that we had, all of New York is red except one little tiny part that's blue upstate, which is weird because everybody else is red. And then literally like the New York City, Long Island area is all blue. And that's where all the votes come from because that's where most of the population is right. of New York. And so it's just so strange. Like things that happen down there won't happen upstate for years. Like they might be putting this mandatory vaccination into effect for quote the whole state, but it won't be enforced upstate for a few years probably. probably. Yeah. And we won't hear about much of it for a while either because we don't carry the same values that, like, the New York City, Long Island area does. And I really think we should split up just because of that because they pretty much decide our fate up here. It's strange. Yeah, and, uh, and having uh, been to New York a few times, uh, I can tell you that the attitude of New York City to uh, upstate New York, you know, they, they don't even consider that the real New York. They only care about what's going on in the city, <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, think... I was down there, and I got interviewed. It was during the government shutdown. I was taking Noah to the Statue of Liberty, a crazy person in December, taking him the weekend before Christmas. New York City was freaking packed. And I got stopped by a news crew, and they're like, so how do you feel about the government shutdown? And I'm just like, um, I mean, it doesn't really make a difference to me. They don't do anything when they're open anyway. <laughs> and the lady just looked at me and, like, just walked away. Yeah, that, that, wasn't, the, the, that wasn't the canned response they were expecting. No, it definitely wasn't. They, like, asked me, probably expecting me to be outraged, and I just didn't care. <laughs> Yeah, my whole thing during that. Yeah, during that government shutdown, I was like, "No, they still took taxes out of my paycheck. I, I believe they're still open." <laughs> right. I'm just like, well, they don't really do anything when they're open either, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> they just they weren't having that. It probably didn't get on air, but I laughed so hard. I like thought of twenty other different things I could have said during that like two seconds of being interviewed for TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always afterwards like, where you're going like, Why didn't I say taxation is theft? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always afterwards really going, Oh, I should have said that. <laughs> right, like, I wasn't even prepared. They just, like, stopped me in my tracks. I'm on my way to go see the Statue of Liberty. They just stopped me. Oh, she looks like she's young and know. doesn't know much. <laughs> right, they That's probably thought I was very liberal. Yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, not everyone is the way that you think that they are, news media. <laughs> Joke's on you, my dog's name is Rothbard. Yeah. But they won't know who Rothbard is, is. so. No. <laughs> They'll be like, who? It's a good conversation starter. Yeah. I was like, why you name that? Well, let me tell you who Rothbard is. <laughs> There's this big book called Man, Economy, and State. I think you should read it. <clears throat> Let's just start with our biggest book, you know. Yeah, so first of all, he's the best dog ever. He's giving me kisses of the cake. 
Of course he is, because he's a good boy. All the kids is. Yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> All right, Shannon. Well, I think that'll do it for this evening. I'll go ahead and let you uh, have fun with uh, Rothbard the pup there and uh, have uh, have fun up there in New York. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to spend tomorrow diving into this vaccination thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's well, uh thank you for having me. Uh no problem. I figured I'd return the favor from being on yours, so uh yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry it was late too. We were supposed to do this like a half hour earlier, but it's fine. You know, you're a busy it's lady. Late. Life happens. It's all good. I'm, I'm just glad, glad we got to do it though. Yeah. All right, Shan, uh, you can be on any time, so uh have a great night, okay? Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Bye. All right, and there she goes. Shannon from Shakedown Shan. You guys got to give her a podcast a listen. Uh, she's got a producer on the show with her, and um, he asked some pretty good questions because I don't, I, I think he's getting towards uh, being a libertarian, but I don't think he's all the way there yet. So uh, it's definitely a, a podcast you need to listen to. Uh, so we'll get right into the, uh, the old plugs. All right, guys. So uh, patreon.com, support the show. Uh, bitbacker.io paypal subscribe star if you want to buy a t-shirt or a mug that's been spell checked go to teespring.com forward slash rebel with a cause podcast and guys guys i'm about to go on a cruise not to contra cruise but the regular you know just regular cruise hmm. uh so during that week um i won't be in the country but I will have a, a special episode uh, ready to drop uh, probably in the middle of the week. Now, this, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, it's going to be my predictions of what I think will happen in the movie Avengers Endgame. And uh, I'll just kind of go over some leaks that, I, that I've read about and see if those are actually true. And I just think it'll just kind of be a fun episode. We'll uh, turn off our libertarian brains just a little bit for it. So be looking for that the week of the April 21st through the 28th. Uh, oh, and before I forget, Childerberg. Go support that. Childerberg.com. Uh, that's going to be a, a, a meetup with the uh, Friends Against Government, uh, Car Campit, uh, Tasting Anarchy, uh, trying to work on getting myself up there. Uh, so please... Please, please, please donate so so we can make this a yearly thing. Uh, it's going to be uh, in uh, Lake Buchanan on June the 8th and 9th. So it's called Childerberg. So anyways, guys, take it easy, and I'll uh, talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>